0: Ladies and gentlemen, you're tuned into episode 36 of the Teddy Roosevelt Show, the most important podcast I've ever recorded. It's Veterans Day, Friday, November 11th. Shout out and huge thanks, gratitude, and appreciation for anyone who's served in the U.S. military. It was 104 years ago today, on the 11th hour, the 11th day, the 11th month of 1918, that World War I ended. And all I got to say, Today, November 11th, 2022, is thank God none of those brave soldiers and warriors are alive to see the State of the Union in 2022 because, ladies and gentlemen, the State of the Union is totally screwed. I have never been less optimistic, more pessimistic, frustrated, and uncertain. Well, I am certain. I've been a lot right about a lot of stuff the last couple of years from COVID to crypto and NFTs. And the crypto market is collapsing, by the way. If you have any money in crypto, get it the hell out of there right now because the whole thing's coming down. Um, folks, it is it is a nightmare out there. We're going to go into the election stuff first. Um, you know, the Maricopa County, it it, it, it it is amazing, right? How all the states and counties who are dragging their feet We're still counting the ballots in Arizona. I think they're still counting them in Nevada. Are all in blue stronghold areas. Or they have a history, a noted history of sketchy election issues. You know, in Germany, they vote by pen and paper and they got the results out in five hours. India, same thing. 600 million people vote in India out of a billion they get the results in a day. We're supposed to be the most technically advanced, one of them, uh, countries in the world. And we have this clown show going on. And if you say anything about it, you're an election denier. We just have to flip that around. I am an election integrity enthusiast. I am an election integrity skeptic right now because it just doesn't make any sense that we have two years to prepare and we're running out of paper and the printers don't work. I mean, in Maricopa County, 60 of the 223 voting locations, the machines weren't working. It wasn't like they started malfunctioning halfway through the day. You know, oh, we didn't realize they could take this much volume. No, they didn't even bother to put a ballot in. I mean, you think they're going to double, triple check to make sure everything is working properly? No, right from the jump, these machines weren't working. And they happen to be in places where, gee, who would have thought there's a lot of Republican voters? And Maricopa County determines Arizona. I lived in Phoenix for five years off and on. Um, Maricopa County is 64% of Arizona. So all the other counties could vote one way and you could still win it just carrying half the vote in Maricopa, over half the vote. So Bill Gates, the guy in charge, you can't make this shit up, folks. His name is Bill Gates and he's a supposed Republican. I don't know who to trust. I think almost everybody is compromised at this level. Um he said the printers weren't printing dark enough marks and the and the reader couldn't read them. That just doesn't make any sense. You are not going to put a couple ballots in there. It's either gross incompetence. Um it's either gross incompetence or intentional, slow walking or trying to get people frustrated. Cause there was people who tried to feed their ballots in. 20 different times and they said, okay, I'm just going to go to a different place. They're like, oh, well, you could just fill it out by hand and throw it in that box over there and we'll take care of it for you. Um, And a lot of people said, no, I'm going to go to another place. Well, if you did that and you weren't following Carrie Lake on Twitter and you had a provisional ballot, it wouldn't have got counted. You had to go to the place um, that you were assigned to. This was going on for seven or eight hours in 60 of the 223 locations. And they admitted it. And they said, hey, we're sorry. We messed up. Everything's working fine. Everyone has a chance to vote. Well, not everyone has the opportunity to take a full day off from work to vote. And certainly a lot of people don't have the patience to wait seven or eight hours. So, what do you, they, you know? Blake Masters, Carrie Lake, they tried to file an emergency lawsuit to get the voting hours extended by at least a couple hours. Seems like it would make sense, right? The machines didn't work for seven or eight hours. And uh, no, that got denied. So, you either had to wait. If you were going to that place and they had talk about voter suppression and whatnot, you know, how about the people who. Don't have a car or they had to take a Uber or they had to take public transportation or they just only had a window to go do it. Or they're older and they just don't have the, you know, I'm sure there wasn't chairs for hundreds of people to all sit down. So you have to stand. I don't know if you've heard. It's a little hot in Phoenix. It's cooler now, you know, in the 80s, but the sun's beating down on you in the desert. You want to talk about voter suppression it, it, it is out of, it, it that, that's the worst voter suppression you could imagine. Seven or eight hour delay. You didn't know whether to come back if it was going to be fixed. If you went to another location, your ballot wouldn't get count, counted. Now they're slow walking it. I mean, they've got what? They, they were able to get 60% of the results out the first day. And now they're only able to get 40,000 votes, maybe a day. They're saying, oh, maybe 99% will be done by today. Then they're saying probably this weekend. I predict, you know, the Rams play the Arizona Cardinals on Fox. It's the late game, 4 o'clock East Coast time. I bet they announce their results. Third quarter, middle of the third quarter of that game. That's just how they roll. Um, They're just slow walking it, folks. It seems like Arizona's trying to steal it like states like Pennsylvania and Michigan. I don't understand on a national level how there wasn't any COVID reckoning. And I blame also the Republican candidates. How come no one ran on the COVID tyranny? You know, I thought this was going to be election about the COVID tyranny, the wokeness, the inflation... None of it makes sense, folks. Nothing makes sense. You have all these polls, exit polls, saying 75% of the people are not happy in the direction that the country's going. Um, Inflation, crime. You've got a lot of idiots who say, oh, inflation is a global problem. It's happening everywhere. It's happening because Biden wants to shut down the fossil fuel. That's a huge thing. I mean gas is a big part of inflation and getting all these goods around. So if you watch CNN, I was flipping around the coverage Tuesday night, it was literally, okay, this democrat has the lead against election denier Blankety Blank from Michigan. Um so this democrat is is now up on election denier Blank they weren't calling them Republicans. They weren't saying GOP members or first-time candidate or incumbent. They're all election deniers. Well, I mean, do you do, does does this sound normal to anybody? I don't understand how we're going backwards. Um it doesn't make sense. The it it does not make sense all these rules are per are perfectly designed to give Democrats the ability to see how many votes they need after all the votes are in. And it's super easy after the fact to figure out, okay, we need 20,000 more votes, 8,000, 100,000. As I've said on this podcast before, the five swing states where Trump was all ahead. I mean, the real insurrection, they're saying the... uh, You know, the insurrection was January 6th when only a protester got shot in the head and died. No one had weapons. Folks, the real insurrection in America was November 4th, 2020 at 3 a.m. When Trump was up in all these states and they all decided to stop counting, see where they're at, slow walk it, and suddenly... It was taking a lot longer to count the votes. And you look at some of the margins where Biden won by 8,000, 10,000. This was going to happen with a Carrie Lake, Katie Hobbs situation. And there's no way they're going to let Kerry Lake win because she is going to implement a Florida-style um, election. Fair, integrity, and fast. And we're going to find out the results that night. There is no true American who should be saying, oh, you guys are election deniers. This just adds more fuel to what we've been saying. And I've, I've seen the AP say, evidence-free conspiracy theories of voting shenanigans. That's my word. They didn't use shenanigans. I'm Irish. So, it's, it's, it, no, the system's either broken, there's gross incompetence, or it's just corrupt. That's all it can be. They've had two years to fix it, election day starts, they turn on the printer, and they figure out, oh, we should have changed the setting to make it darker. There's no way. There's no way. And... What are we going to do? Stop this deal? I mean, Arizona could be the kickoff. You just think about it. Katie Hobbs, Secretary of State of Arizona, is the person in charge of running and certifying the elections. You think you'd recuse yourself? Isn't that what recusals mean? So there's no conflict of interest. There's no, no appearance of a conflict of interest. You think she'd recuse yourself? So... Carrie Lake is running against her opponent, Katie Hobbs, probably the worst candidate gubernatorial of the the decade. She's absolutely awful. And uh, she's running the election. How would that make you feel? And people are demonizing her and calling her. No, any common sense person would call bullshit on this. And what they don't want to happen is for Kerry Lake to turn the Arizona elections into Florida they want to turn it into Nevada so it's interesting all of the you know toss up races NBC's toss up races for the Senate and the House magically the Democrats won all of them I mean Kathy Hochul Gretchen Whitmer I I I just don't understand how much more pain do you, do you need? And uh, everyone's concerned about crime, the economy. Um, that's the one thing. We've got the election shenanigans going on. And we also have, if we just take the results at face value, what, what, what is going on with all these polls where everyone's super pissed and stressed and they don't want... They don't like Biden. They don't like the policies that they've enacted. But they all, everyone decided to double down. Not everyone, but over half of the people who voted. And I should mention only 96 million Americans voted. And Republicans won. I think it was like 54 million to 46. That doesn't add up. So 52 to 40 whatever. But, but overall, nationwide, Republicans outvoted Democrats by, you know, 7 or 8 million votes. But folks, keep in mind, we've got 334 million Americans and only 96 million voted. So 230 million Americans did not vote. Why didn't they vote? Everyone's feeling the same thing. You, you can't escape the inflation or crime. I've got a couple theories. One, I think a lot of Republicans after 2020, they just don't see the point, which is sad and scary. But they don't see the point and they don't think we're going to vote our way out of communism or Marxism. They think it's inevitable until it gets to the point where people start picking up a gun Unfortunately. Um, and then you have a lot of people that just are too lazy and they don't care. But Gen Z, you know, I, Gen Z, I've met, a, you know, a few of them. They're all right. But I personally got canceled by all my G, Gen Z friends when they found out that I was Teddy Roosevelt on Twitter. Um, They are Virtue Signaling Sheep. You know, you look back on the history of America, usually it's the youth that protest. They get angry when things are weird. We didn't see a single Gen Z protest over the COVID situation. Not a single group of college kids got together on campus and say, this is unfair that we need vaccine mandates to attend college. Or I can't attend college in person unless I have the vaccine. Not one. Just look at the landscape of entertainment. You know, most of the great music is made by people in their 20s and 30s. Usually you got some up and coming filmmakers, 20s and 30s. No, there is no originality. There is no creativity. Um, there's no good music. The only music that's coming out really from America that people listen to is hip hop. There's no national reckoning when rappers get shot every day or reckoning over the lyrics. But Gen Z, and then you look at the movies coming out of Hollywood, they're just regurgitating ideas that were invented by other people 30 or 40 years ago and trying to spin them. So Gen Z overwhelmingly, single single women, single unmarried women, and Gen Z... Voted Democrat. And what do they vote for? You know, the abortion thing, which got blown out of proportion, which even CNN, MSNBC, they're like, you know, it just went back to the states. Nothing really changed. Like in Nevada, it's been codified in their law since 1980. So they finally admitted it. That it really didn't change anything. It just sent it back to the states. Now, there are a couple states. You know, I think the abortion argument is kidnapped by extremists on both sides. And most people are in the middle. Most people think it should be a decision between the woman and their doctor. You know, you got some states like Louisiana and Arkansas that they took it as, oh, this is a mandate. Our base wants us to outlaw all abortions in all cases. I don't know a single person who's sane who thinks if a woman gets raped or there's incest that she shouldn't she should have the right to say I don't want to have that criminal's baby are you kidding me I don't know anyone or if they have a medical condition um and most most places in Europe, you know, after 16 months it's a no go unless there's something really medical but they used it you know America is dumber You know, overall, that's a sad thing. America is just dumber than we've ever been. Idiocracy seems more like a documentary uh, than a work of fiction every day. It's real easy to get people to take the bait if they're just scanning headlines. And unfortunately, in today's climate, you must do your own research. You gotta do your own research. I know people who still trust trust Fox at face value. I mean, Fox is owned by the Murdochs, and Rupert Murdoch handed the keys over to his son, Lachlan. And he's a liberal. I mean, New York Post just turned on Trump. And I'll get into the Trump DeSantis thing here in a second. But a lot of the media is controlled opposition. You know, and then you look at who the who the Republicans served up. And who's leading the, the charge? They're trying to make it Trump versus DeSantis. When it should really be about Mitch McConnell and Kevin McCarthy. You know, I'm a Republican and I don't like Mitch McConnell or Kevin McCarthy. So if you're an independent and you're on the fence and you're a sheep and you think they're going to outlaw abortion. I'm saying they're you know, they're, there's people saying they're going to outlaw interracial marriage, There is hyperbole I put on my last substack. They're going to round up and potentially kill your children. Oh, my God. Um, So if you think that's true, you're probably quadruple vaxxed, I'm sure. Just the amount of vitriol and hate and name calling and everything on Twitter and social media, it just makes me sick to my stomach. It really does. Because I got friends on the left and the right. I've been a registered Democrat, Independent, and Republican. Based on the way the winds are going, based on the way, based on who the candidate is. Yes, I sometimes vote based on the candidate. I'm not going to lie, I voted for Obama two times. And then I saw what was happening. And I was living in Oregon and got a sneak preview of that disaster. And congratulations to Oregon. They voted for Tina Kotek, Rachel Maddow's mom, doppelganger. So if you liked homelessness and drugs and trash and violence and murders, get your popcorn ready for the next two years. Same with New York. It's, it's, man, I've lived all over this place. And I just went to four states in the last 98 days. Trying to find an America that really doesn't exist anymore. Everything's broke. A lot of people are stressed. Um, a lot of people have given up, checked out. Saw a lot of people on meth. Sketchy people on meth in Florida. Um, you know, it, it's funny Gen Z. They really did vote against their self-interest. They voted for short-term idiocy. They think their student loans are going to get forgiven. They think there's going to be another round of free money. Um, They got fed the abortion lie. Made it seem like a way bigger deal when it just went back to the states, which that's how it should have been. That's how it should have been. And then you have states like Louisiana, Arkansas, that just took it to the extreme and scared people. And so you had a lot of women, younger women, who has the most sex, who has the most chance of getting pregnant. It's... Gen Z, even though I understand they're not having a lot of sex. Um, they want to have the right to an abortion. And, and there's people out there, you know, there's laws saying, hey, abortion is murder. You could go to jail if you have an abortion. Well, if you know, if you think a political party is going to push charging you with murder and throwing you in jail, that's a deal breaker. That's a deal breaker. If the Republicans pushed a law that said, if you get caught with a joint or any amount of cannabis, it's a mandatory five-year sentence in jail. They were pushing. I would have to vote Democrat. I haven't smoked herb in a couple weeks, couple months. I mean, clown world is so crazy. You, you don't need anything. <laughs> I already feel like I'm living in an alternate reality. But... Uh, You're not going to vote to get yourself thrown in jail or put yourself in a position. So it's like the Paul Pelosi thing. We still don't know the details. There's all kinds of shady stuff. The damage is done. The damage is already done. Um, We could find out it was a trist. We could find out Paul Pelosi. I think he was hammered both ways, just the way he acted. And I talked about it with Blue Canaries. There's no way you walk back. He was drunk. Something was weird. We're never gonna find out, but the damage was done. Drive by. They just did it. You push the lie. You demonize your opponent, and they're just more aggressive. You know, it's just you. You just look at who the who the base is and who the people are. Um, Christians, you know, Republicans. Christians, ethical. They don't want to lie, cheat, or steal. The Democrats are godless. They say they believe in science, but they also believe in 58 genders. They took the COVID bullshit hook, line, and sinker. And what do you... You know, I, I I really, during COVID, I was like, is everyone this stupid or is everyone just scared? It's a combination of both. I think people are stupid and they want the government to take care of them. They don't realize that it's capitalism actually more than socialism that, you know, the the altruistic people, the people who put the customers first, um, you know, when when you're inventing a product or service, you want to take the best care of your customers possible. Um, They don't realize as we gravitate to socialism and all these businesses go under and go bankrupt, there's not going to be tax revenue, to pay for anything. We only have 25 days of diesel gas. The uh, Strategic Petroleum Reserve only has 26 days left of oil. Joe Biden said he was going to shut down the coal plants, no more oil drilling. And when they asked him during his press conference the day after the midterm elections, which are still going on, um, hey, seventy-five percent of Americans are not happy with the way the country's going. What are you going to change? Nothing. This guy, like I said, he's just a straight-up asshole, an insecure asshole, combative. Rand is the great uniter. Is the exact opposite. Has called us names. It's around this time last year. Said we were all going to die. We were facing a winter of death, and it's all wrong. I mean, I could do a another episode on COVID, but, um, you know, they're, they're trying to say they're calling people under vaccinated now. And that's the thing. It, you are counted as an unvaccinated death right now. If you've only had, if you had three shots, if you're not up to date, you know, someone who who has no shots and someone who has three shots are now both considered unvaccinated. So whatever the stats are showing, whatever, they, they don't mean anything. And that's the scariest part is people aren't being transparent. People aren't being honest. We have a giant courage deficit and a greed. We have a, everyone is selfish and greedy in a bad way. And, um, I, I just think we have controlled opposition, um, you know, Mitch McConnell and Kevin McCarthy, they're awful. They're awful. Um, and now you've got the media, you know, it's right out, right out of Saul Linsky's rule for radicals, you know, divide, get, get your opponent, um, you know, sow division and get them fighting with each other. And that's exactly what is going on with the media manufacturing a Trump Versus DeSantis battle for the future of the GOP. That's exactly what they want. They're going to push this as hard as they can to push Trump's buttons, to push DeSantis's buttons. And obviously, you got to have a big ego, little narcissism to run for political office. And they know exactly what they're doing. And am I happy with Trump's actions over the last week, 10 days? Not at all. Calling Ron DeSantis, Ron Ron DeSanctimonious, awful. You don't do that, man. Not before the election. Um, And then saying, hey, I've got stuff on you. He's average. And then Trump actually was cheering on true social for GOP candidates who lost because they didn't bend the knee. I don't like that. That's not very patriotic. That's not good for the party. And Trump... You know, had some great policies. Did he push them all through? He didn't. A lot of the stuff Trump tried to get done, he didn't get done. He said he was going to rein in big tech. He didn't rein, rein in big tech. It blew up in his face. Twitter banned him. Um, the wall didn't get built. Um, There's there a lot of things. He had, he had a couple of years to fix the elections. And that didn't happen but what's going on in Nevada and Arizona is just really disturbing and 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 then we got the Georgia runoff. I mean, we got to have a rule, folks. I I think moving forward, no more political ads during sporting events. I feel so bad for Georgia Bulldog fans cuz you got the SEC Championship December 3rd which they're going to be in and that Georgia runoff's December 6th. So you want to talk taking the air out of the the room. Um I'm originally from outside of Philly. The Phillies are in the World Series. I'm watching the game at a bar in Florida. And obviously there's a mix of people on the political spectrum in there. You're not going into a bar, it's all Republicans, all conservatives, unless you're in a, uh, you know, a super, super red, super blue area. And you're watching the game, everyone's getting along, everyone's having fun, then a Fetterman ad comes on. Or something about crime or something about inflation and it just takes the wind out of the room and then people got a couple beers in 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 them and they see Fetterman up on the screen and they're sick of the ads and the and they give them the finger or shut up and then you see somebody look across I'll, I'll take my tab and they give them a stern look so oh I feel so bad for Georgia Bulldog fans because they are gonna just get hammered when with, with these ads. And I I predicted it. It was, I mean, and it wasn't hard to see that it was going to come down to Georgia. If you would have told me, I mean, Herschel Walker, I'm an Eagles fan too, that the future of the Senate was in the hands of Herschel Walker. God bless him. But uh, my goodness. I mean, to giving us, uh, 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 I mean, just a glance at what we have in the future, MSNBC, some of these people, they're saying, Talking about Fetterman's presidential aspirations. Well, wow, he seems to really strike a chord with a lot of people. President Fetterman. I mean that that that's the ultimate idiocracy, right there. That that'll really get you to think about moving somewhere else. Um, you look at Fetterman. Fifty-two percent of his votes were mail-in ballots. Fifty-two percent um philly is notoriously corrupt i've had a couple addresses in the area i'm almost positive somebody voted for me i i I wonder how many states because i've lived in a bunch of places how many ballots were sent in my name to other places it was funny like 48 hours before the election all of a sudden my phone starts blowing up with with text messages from all these places that I lived. I don't know if they're just waiting till the end. All right, we somehow got this guy's number. Let's just blast him out. But I got just a, a, a ton. I guarantee I never signed up for any of these lists. They somehow got my, my name and number. But yeah, they're talking about President Fetterman. Actually, 52% of his stuff was mail-in. Philly's elections are notoriously corrupt. Dead people. People who moved out of state, people who got seven, eight ballots. I mean, they're sitting there checking the signature verification. I, I are they checking duplicate ballots? Um, I you know you see pictures of some of the people counting the ballots. It, it is just gross incompetence, and all it does is make you question what the hell's going on. That Florida can get it done in five or six hours. And Arizona's just slow walking it. They can they can do sixty, seventy percent of the ballots, I think it was sixty percent the first day, and now it's just a trickle. And they still have several hundred thousand left. What do we need to do? Throw more people at it, throw more resources at it. It's once every two years. I think everyone will be cool. They already have sent how much how many of our tax dollars over to Ukraine. Hundreds of billions. It's coming up on a trillion now. So they'll be safe and warm in the winter, this winter. Will you? Um, we can't we can't allocate more money to get this done. I mean, anyone who cares. And they're trying to act like this is normal. And they were doing damage control from the president on down. You know, uh, two days before. Hey, it's going to take a while to count. All the illegitimate votes. He didn't mention how long it would take to count the illegitimate votes, Biden. But he's saying it's going to take a while. So it's just pretty crazy. All the races that were supposed to be close. You know, no one's talking about the Rick Caruso, Karen Bass. Where you had a lot of libs. Katy Perry. Hey, I voted for Rick Caruso. No one in LA is happy with what's going on. They're fearful of two more years of Democrat leadership. And that's a dead heat that they said could take another week to figure out. Why are all these tightly contested elections in areas where blue um, it's a blue stronghold taking so long? It's on purpose, man. They're gonna drag it out, try and make it seem like it was close. And then at the very end... Katie Hobbs, who's in charge of the elections and certifying them, didn't recuse herself. She'll come out and win by 8,000 or 12,000. Small enough to make it seem like it was razor thin, but big enough that you wouldn't have to go back and do a redo or a recount. Again, Germany does it, pen and paper, five hours. France, everyone else threw out the voting machines. What is the purpose of having machines if it makes it go slower than humans? Forget about the fact that all the shady, where the IP address is, who made them. That's a whole, everything Mike Lindell said about that was, was real. Um, it, it just, I've never been less optimistic. Uh, just, just, just don't have a lot of pride. And what we're doing. And everyone's saying, hey, it takes time. You know, in Maricopa County, it's Veterans Day. They have to work 12 hours today. They are, you know, they're like uh, as patriotic as veterans. They should get the day off today, actually. Well, they could have the day off today if they would have done their job and counted the ballots on Tuesday and announced the results Tuesday night, Wednesday at 2 in the morning, or even Wednesday morning. We could have taken it Wednesday morning. Here it is Friday. They said it was going to be 99%, and now they're hoping it's going to be this weekend. I guarantee it's going to be Sunday during the Cardinals game when people are, you know, watching sports ball. And by the way, the NFL, I think the only thing propping it up this year is fantasy football and gambling, which is now legal in 19 states because, man, oh, man, the product sucks. I, I, I took a month off. From watching it and took off in November. But there's a lot of people. To me, it's just like bread and circuses, you know, as Rome is burning. Here, watch your sports ball. Um, and that comes, I'm a huge sports fan. I'm looking forward to the World Cup. If there's an important game, my team's in it, I still do watch. But not, not nearly as much. So, again, the real insurrection happened November 4th, 2020 at 3 a.m., When five states, all swing states, blue stronghold states, where Trump was ahead, decided to stop counting, and then they slow-walked it over several days. Here's a heads up. Nevada put in a thing. Hey, we're going to put in 24-7 live cameras. So anyone in the United States or around the world can sit and uh, tune in and see everything is on the level. See that everything is proper. Then the cameras go out for eight hours, mysteriously. I think it was last night or Wednesday. When, when the, the, the future of the control of the Senate is at stake. The cameras go out for eight hours. Well, what they should have done, if they had integrity, is, sorry, the cameras went out. This is the new law, new rule. We're going to stop everything until the cameras come on. I mean, this is Nevada, the casinos, their cameras never go out for seven or eight hours, except when the, uh, the country music festival shooting happens. Um, their, their, their cameras never go out. Your ring doorbell. I mean, what happened? Wi-Fi connection? Someone tripped over the cord? You don't have an IT guy down there to get them plugged back in? It took seven or eight hours? But if you say anything, you're not an election integrity enthusiast. You're an election denier. Evidence-free election denier. That's what they're saying. It's gaslighting, and I know Klaus Schwab Schwab tunes into the podcast from time to time. Klaus, you're doing a great job. Because it really, the gaslighting, it makes you question your sanity. Makes you question your reality. Makes you question your memories. Did I hear this right? Did I see this right? And COVID really did a great job. What's going on here with Arizona? It's making you crazy. Um, like the double standards and the hypocrisy with Herschel Walker versus Fetterman. If you're a liberal, you can say, hey, Herschel Walker's so stupid. Just listen to him talk. He can't rub two brain cells together. Um, He can barely talk. If anyone said that about a black candidate, it would be racist. And it was like veiled racism. But Fetterman's an inspiration and he should maybe be the next president. What? I mean, if you want to, could you imagine like Jeopardy with Fetterman, Biden, Herschel, we don't have the best candidates running. God bless Herschel. I hope he wins. I never thought the future of the, of the thing, but I just they didn't. There's there's not a majority in the House to get a ton done. We we have a, a majority, but not the majority you need to really push stuff through. So we're looking at two more years of gridlock. I mean McConnell McCarthy, they signed off on all this shit, Ukraine, infrastructure, um. Inflation reduction, they didn't challenge it. They didn't negotiate. They're they're controlled opposition. They're bought bought and paid for. The main reason they got into politics, neither of those guys, McConnell, McCarthy, has ever had a real, quote-unquote, real job. They got right into politics right off the bat to accumulate power and money. And once you get in that swamp, all you got to do is just do one thing shady On camera, you know, sex, taking a bribe, you name it. But they get you one time. And if it's something that they could release that ruins your career, reputation, you got to resign and, you know, go back um, to to your house in shame, you're going to do whatever they say. Self-preservation. So you really just wonder, Who can we trust? You can't trust the media. You know, Elon, you know, the Twitter thing. It's funny. We talked to Blue Canaries. I talked to her last night. Um, She was banned from Twitter without an explanation. You know when they let her back on and activated her account? Uh, 1202 a.m. on November 9th, on the morning of November 9th. And then they issue her an apology. An hour later, oh, I'm sorry uh, that we that we banned you. Um, it was all a mistake. Here we let you back on. Hope you had a fun election day. I don't know what the hell Elon's doing. Uh, maybe the whole plan. I, I I don't I don't trust him. Um, he's gotten a lot of his wealth. I thought he was maybe a white knight, white hat savior of free speech. Now I think he just wants to take the whole thing down. He's a he's a card-carrying globalist um, who's been a Democrat for a while. Said he just voted Republican for the very first time. And he's got deals with the government with SpaceX. He's got deals with the government with Tesla. Billions of dollars to send up government stuff into, into space. So did they get Elon on camera? What, he's had like how many wives... How many kids? So he likes having sex. Did they get Elon on camera with someone who was underage, and said, "Hey, if you want to buy Twitter, or if you back out of the deal, we're gonna find you a billion dollars." Well, he goes, "Okay, I'm gonna buy it." Okay. Well, now they're now they're saying all these people are are, um, you know, they got laid off. The FTC is gonna come in. They're gonna find them. Whoever he kept, you know, they're just he's got this blue check thing with $8 um thing and all kinds of people signed up as George Bush, um, uh, you name it, and sending, you know, the somebody did a George Bush, I love killing Iraqis or something like that. So I guarantee who has ever left at Twitter, they're not all sudden changing. Yep, Elon's here. I'm changing my um all of a sudden I'm gonna embrace free speech, and I wanna make sure this eight dollar a month um, plan goes off without a hitch. No way. They are sabotaging the shit out of it. They're going to sabotage, sabotage, sabotage until they get fired or they can't take anymore. Because a lot of their friends got canned. And the only people they were hiring were far-left Marxists. So do you think all of a sudden everybody changed their tune? All I'm saying is, is Twitter was a place where you could get information out and then the government colluded with them with Twitter and big tech over COVID, over Hunter Biden. I mean, the emails, I swear to God, the only people, Substack, by the way, this is episode 36 of the Teddy Roosevelt Show. You can find this at teddybroosevelt.substack.com and stream it on Spotify, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, and Apple Podcasts. The only people I feel like who are telling the truth about what's going on is Tucker, Carlson, and then Substack. Um, certainly with all the COVID stuff that's coming out that would blow anyone's mind. And, you know, Matt Taibbi. If you check out Matt Taibbi, he was the reason that I discovered Substack. Um... He's got an interview. You, everyone should read it. It should be the number one story if the election stuff wasn't going on about an FBI agent who called bullshit about the whole January 6th. And he was a whistleblower. And he just said the FBI is a politi- politicized, private, you know, um, domestic surveillance, security. Is, is that the worst since it was with J. Edgar Hoover? And they had to have hearings on the FBI. I think it was 1973, and they did major changes. It's at the worst it's ever been. And he he just the Matt Taibbi article would would blow your mind. I could do a whole podcast on that, but um, yeah, Jens you know if you took the the results at face value, you know Gen Z never protested against COVID. Never protested against the shutdowns. Never protested against the schools shutting down. They did protest about the George Floyd. Black Lives Matter. How did that work out for black people? How did the defund the police work out? Um, There's no creativity. They want student loans. They want... You know, Biden sort of made it seem like he was going to legalize cannabis. And I'm pro that. But... What is it, like, um, easy times make weak men and tough times make tough men or something like that? We've had it easy, Um, and and technology's made it really easy to get stuff done, to get the answer to any question that you might have. You don't have to do research. You don't have to go to the library. You don't have to have a conversation with your friends. Hey, did this happen? How do you think it happened? You just say, hey, Siri. Hey, Google. Hey, Alexa. You know, is there, is there fraud in our elections? <laughs> According to fact checkers, uh, official fact checker consortium, there has never been any evidence that the United States has not had free, fair, and totally legitimate elections. If you say so, you're an election denier. So they do a great job of labeling, demonizing. Again, it's rules for radicals. Um, They do a great job. Get everyone behind a symbol. Whether it's the mask, the Ukraine flag, the Black Lives Matter logo. No one's talking about how Black Lives Matter just built all the money. None of it went back into the cities. And all the regional places are suing Black Lives Matter because they kept all the money and left them doing stuff. You'd think with all the fentanyl overdoses... You know, it's hitting Gen Z the hardest. And there's a lot of fentanyl overdoses. There's 100,000 drug overdoses. You think that would be a reason to vote Republican? Hey, there's all these drugs pouring over the border. I lost a classmate or a cousin due to this fentanyl. We got to do something about it. And the Democrats not only aren't doing anything, they're keeping the border wide open, letting the drugs flow through and saying, oh, we'll just put a Narcan vending machine up. And uh, so if you overdose, we'll take care of you. There's no critical thinking. They would rather have someone else tell them how to think. And then there's just, like Robert Malone was pointing out, mass formation psychosis, where everyone thinks, up oh, the Republicans are going to permanently ban abortion forever. Um, they're going to ban interracial marriage. Um, it's going to be illegal to have gay, what you name it. No one's criticizing guitar or the world cup or the people who put the world cup over there will, will throw you off a building for showing your knees and shoulders. No one's going to say anything about that. It's just like with the Kyrie and Kanye. And I'm going to do a podcast about the Kyrie, Kanye and Kyrie. That's a whole separate podcast about what they're, they're doing there. But there was more outrage and more financial penalties and damage to the reputations of Kanye and Kyrie Irving, Kanye West and Kyrie Irving, than anything about Jeffrey Epstein. Um, If that doesn't tell you anything. And Kyrie Irving now has to go through like a six step. You have to do this, 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 this. He tried to give, he's apologized. He didn't make the movie. No one's criticizing Jeff Bezos. Amazon's profiting off disseminating anti-Semitic, supposedly, hate material. The movie's still up there. In fact, they increased the price. I think it's like $12 to rent or $50 to buy. No one's criticizing Bezos because he owns the Washington Post and gives to Democrats. Um... It, there's a lot of people in the black community that are super pissed that I'm going to save that for another another election. So, Georgia, I don't understand. You look from Kemp, the governor, Kemp on down, attorney general, um everything. They got about 54 55% of the vote. But Herschel Walker's only at 49 point was only at 49 point something. You have to have 50% to go to the runoff. I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't know anyone who votes all Republican straight ticket and then they would say, but not Herschel. I'm going to vote for Warnock instead. I've never met anyone like that. It just doesn't add up where all the other Republicans got 55, but Herschel Walker was a bridge too far for them. And they're like, oh, I'm going for Warnock. I I don't get that. You know, the same thing with Fetterman. I'd mentioned earlier, 52% of his votes were mail-in. I'm just curious. Not that it would have made a difference because Philly would have figured out how to print enough ballots to make him win. He wasn't going to lose. How many of those happened before the disastrous debate performance? But we live in such a clown planet that his debate performance is actually has... Political pundits on major cable networks asking if he should, if he's presidential material. Um, it just, this stuff, it just, it just makes you question it. And when you question it, they're going to call you names. Um, the printer malfunction in Arizona for seven or eight hours. That, 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 I mean, the system is so slow that your trust decreases and erodes with every single day. And the fact that it's happening to all these races with literally, there's billions of dollars at stake here, folks. Just look at the LA, Rick Caruso versus uh, Bass. You know, Rick Caruso wants to declare homelessness, a state of emergency the first day, bring in FEMA trailers, get everyone out of there. Well, do you know there's like the homeless industrial complex in California, it's literally billions and billions of dollars at stake. Um, You know, the GOP was saying, hey, if we get in there, we are going to repeal certain aspects of the Inflation Reduction Act. Folks, there is billions of dollars of handouts if you are a wind turbine maker, solar maker, Electric vehicle, charger, you name it. So there's not only power at stake. There is a lot of special interests from the homeless industrial complex to the climate people to you name it. Where if Rick Caruso wins, Blake Masters wins, Carrie Lake wins, their whole uh, business model collapses or their funds just dry up. Like the same reason why you didn't hear anyone criticize Fauci, because Fauci's got his fingers on the funding for the NIH. If you say anything bad about Fauci, and you're affiliated with Johns Hopkins or Columbia, good luck getting that money the next time it comes around, folks. We're coming up on the fifty-five minute mark of the Teddy Roosevelt Show. I think this has to be a double-decker one because I still have about. Four pages of show prep, um, and GarageBand acts a little funky when it gets over an hour on the iPad. iMac is fine. iPad, they're not cool with it. So I think I might just cut it off here, call this episode 36, and then do another one episode 37, and we'll get back into it. There's no intro music for these. I'm doing this in my car. On the road, I got a packed schedule, but I got to get this ad out there before the weekend because you know all kinds of crazy shit is going to happen. Um, again, episode 36 Teddy Roosevelt Show, teddybroosevelt.substack.com, Spotify, iHeart, TuneIn, Apple Podcasts. It's Friday, November 11th, Veterans Day. You see anyone wearing a Vietnam vet hat, anyone military? thank them for their service, salute them, give them a hug. These people are some of the few patriots that we have left. And the sad thing is a lot of people who would have enrolled in the military just don't like the direction our country is going. They don't want to get sent off to Ukraine or Europe if something happens. They don't like the woke shit. And that's exactly how they want it. They don't want the patriotic, gung-ho Americans. They want Rachel Levine in there. So we're going to pick it back up, folks, in episode 37. Signing off. Going to record the next one right now. Bye.